Hello and welcome to the wonders I've seen where there's no such thing as weird or normal, there's just different. I'm your host Tanagra and today we'll be discussing the Princess Switch 2 Switched Again. Yeah, I know, not really a surprise that they made another one, but they made it, I watched it, so we're gonna talk about it. So grab your liquid nourishment, sit back, and enjoy the wonders. I have never desired your good opinion. People fear what they do not understand. I have a headache, a badge, and a gun. Power is yours. Behave. I was just trying to start a conversation. And share the wonders I've seen. My liquid nourishment for the day is honey ginger tea with lemon. I was gonna have shortbreads with it, but I only have like two packs of Lorna Dunes and I gotta make those last through the entire month of December. So no snacks, just tea. All right, let's get into it. So the Princess Switch 2 Switched Again takes us back to the magical, magical world of Montanaro. Or it's actually more like the a Christmas Prince Aldovia verse, but we'll get into that later. So if you remember the first Princess Witch, in the tradition of all of the we look alike, let's switch places uh, from Alexander Dumas' The Man of the Iron Mask, well, that was one interpretation of it, to The Parent Trap, uh, the Haley Mills and the Lindsay Lohan version, have to mention both, to Disney's Roll 63 Motocross, seriously, check it out. Um, it's on Disney+. Plus, and uh, viewing those movies as an adult will blow your mind. Uh, here it comes Vanessa Hudgens playing two characters, uh, the Chicago Baker, Stacey DeNovo, and the Duchess of Montanaro, or rather now the Queen of Montanaro, Margaret. So you remember the first one, they switched places because the Duchess wants to live like a regular person before she becomes the wife of Prince Edward of Belgravia, eventually to become queen. They switch, um, Stacey, Chicago Baker, falls in love with the prince, Prince Edward and then Duchess of Montanaro, Margaret falls in love with Stacy's best friend, uh, Kevin and his daughter, Olivia. So at the end of it, everybody gets together, everybody's happy. And then Stacy and the prince get married because he's like, if you still love me in a year, let's get married. And then we fast forward to a year and they're married. Um, there's an indication that um, Duchess Margaret and Kevin are happy, but then Princess Switch 2, switched again, starts out with dun-dun-dun, they've broken up. Now, um, I was actually sort of pleased with this, like, oh, hey, we're gonna try something different, uh, uh, another approach to it. Um, like, not a happily ever after, like, we gotta work a little bit for it, like, as the audience and as the characters. But one reason I was also really happy that they did this is because there was, like, zero zero chemistry between Vanessa Hudgens and um, the guy who plays Kevin, Nick Sagar, like in the first one. Uh, I don't know if they didn't have enough screen time together. Maybe they didn't do enough table reads together. Maybe they didn't like do enough practices before uh, they, they started, like they rolled cameras. I don't know what it was, but they were so stiff together. Um, and I was like, wow, why is she and her crappy accent um, more enjoyable to watch? I'm, I'm sorry, Vanessa, but your accent is crap. Especially because like there's somebody with a real accent, uh, Prince Edward, like in the same film. Um, but like, yeah. So like, why is she and her crappy accent, like at least not like entertaining to watch as she falls in love, but they were horrible together. So um, 
I was really happy that they were like, okay, the writers who are the same for both films, once again, no big surprise there, were like, let's take this time and let's really try to sell this Margaret and Kevin romance, you know, especially because she's not only marrying him, but she's also like becoming the mother of his little girl, uh, Olivia. So I was like, all right, I'm up for it. Not just because I like uh, predictable um, uh, shticks of <laughs> Netflix rom-com uh, holiday films, which I do, but also because I, I wanted to watch them fall in love. That, that's why you watch these films. You want to watch people fall in love. So um, while they're doing this whole uh, let's fall in love story with Margaret and Kevin, then we get Stacy and Edward sort of like figuring out the whole newlywed thing and like communication seems to be that they're a big thing. So this is sort of highlighted when um, Stacy and Margaret decide to switch places again so that Kevin and Margaret can spend time together because due to the fact that she's becoming the queen of Montanaro, um, they, every time they try to talk after they, like, since they've broken up, it's like every time they've tried to talk and discuss like what happened because they're still in love with each other. Of course they are. And like, why aren't they together? They always get interrupted because she has all of these various responsibilities. So Stacy and Margaret switch again, and then Kevin and Margaret go off and like spoiler alert, a spoiler alert, it works out great. They fall in love um, again, or rather reestablish, re I guess, their love for each other. Um, meanwhile, Stacy goes off and she's kidnapped by cousin Fiona. Now, cousin Fiona... <laughs> is da, 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 also played by Vanessa Hudgens. And like, it's a lot of Hudgens for one film. Let's just say that. And if any of these characters um, out of Margaret, Stacy, and Fiona are best embodied by Hudgens, I would probably say it's Fiona. I don't mean that like in necessarily a bad way, but like when I was watching Fiona, it recalled to mind uh, Cousin Serena. I don't know if, if you've ever watched Elizabeth Montgomery's Bewitched. And yes, it is Elizabeth Montgomery's Bewitched because she is the star of it. Um, she has a twin cousin who she looks like, similar to the whole like Margaret and Fiona thing. They're not um, actual twins, they're twin cousins who uh, looks exactly like her. But like Serena has dark brown, sometimes uh, our black hair versus... Um, Elizabeth Montgomery's main character, Samantha, who is a blonde and like happily married and like very domestic and settled down yet. Um, yeah. So like Fiona comes in and was straight Serena. Like I talked to my friend about it and we were like, yeah, right. She, she watched Bewitched and she's, she's channeling Serena because she has like the platinum blonde hair, which is the, uh, the, the wild one for nowadays. She has a, a tattoo on her finger. She only wears leather. She has the same crap accent, um, but like even more exaggerated because she's trying to sound posh when she's actually like not like sort of like she took the Margaret accent and then watched The Only Way is Essex and was like, yeah, yeah, that'll do. Um, that's what she sounds like. And Fiona is like this. It, the entire storyline with Fiona is that Fiona comes in her father died left her all this money and so she's like a lady but she's poor so she has like this huge house but no actual money to spend to pay for her very expensive lifestyle or that of her two cronies and so she's like i will be made queen 
in Margaret's place. And then I will wire myself money to a bank account on an island that has no extradition. It's actually a pretty good plan. Um, and so Fiona tries to put this all, like most of the movie I feel is actually Fiona like coming up with this plan, then starting to look like Margaret, um, wonderful montage of her transforming from Fiona into Margaret, and then uh, how she gets found out at the end. So it's, it's interesting that like this is a romance, but actually most of it is just like Fiona trying to be, trying to be Margaret and get money. And it was really the best part of it. It was so enjoyable because like Hudgens actually seems really like she's having fun playing Fiona versus like when she's trying to do Stacey Dunevo, she's a little bit too like trying to be like too cute sometimes. Not cute, but like more like lighthearted. Um, and then when she's trying to do Margaret, she's trying to be really refined. And you've sort of seen the like, oh, her trying to be cute. If you watched her in High School Musical, she hasn't gotten better at trying to be cute. To be fair, she's not like a cutesy person. Um, and then you watch the Margaret and you're like, I feel like you're focusing so much on your accent that like your acting is lacking. And then you watch her Fiona and she's just like over the top. And she's like in really tight clothes and just like the entire, the character is a caricature and it works and it's fun and it actually really makes the the movie enjoyable like the romance that happens between margaret and kevin it's nice to see but like i already knew what was going to happen and also like their chemistry is better in this film but like it you can tell like they worked at it that they were like y'all go out and have a drink together or find something in common or like Imagine the person that you actually care about is in their place when, when the cameras start to roll. It's still a hard sell. Um, like uh, Stacy and Edward are definitely still a more believable couple, even though they have their communication issues, which sort of comes up or really shows when the whole like switch between Stacy and Margaret happens. So when Stacy and Margaret switch, so Margaret can go and hang out with Kevin, um, Stacy never tells Edward. And like, I, I don't really get it because they're supposed to be like our fairy tale couple. And I guess the writer was trying to be like, even in a fairy tale, communication can be difficult. But like, it's Netflix. It's a Christmas movie. Don't try to come in with your world world problems when you just have like three women who are like, distant cousins to each other also happen to look exactly the same right also like like come on like lean into your fantasy don't bring your real world like a marriage you have to work with crap into this i don't want to hear that we can have one couple that's having communication issues and breaks up but not two and not the happy newlywed couple like cut that out um if you make a third one which there has been a lot of talk that because fiona was introduced and because of course fiona didn't go to jail even though she tried to impersonate her cousin um who was the the queen but and steal her money and her throne and therefore her country but because you know she didn't go to jail it's just her and like two police officers at the end uh there's been talk that the third film is probably going to be about fiona given that this is um, sort of following the pattern of the Christmas Prince, the Aldoviaverse, which has already had three very successful movies for Netflix. 
I could see that happening or they're going to have Hudgens play a fourth, you know, cousin or a fourth character who happens to look the same and then they'll bring her in, especially if they're trying to keep like Fiona as like the evil one, they'll bring in a third, um, which I would watch it. I have nothing else to say. Like, yeah, I would watch it. I would do a twist about it and I'd probably enjoy it about as much as I enjoyed this one. Um, I, I'm, I'm looking to see what they do next with this. Um, at the end, so I, I mentioned that Fiona is there at, with her, her police officers. I guess she's on parole once again, even though she tried to like steal a crown and, uh, take her cousin's money and country. But the movie ends with Margaret and Kevin getting married in a shotgun ceremony in an airport, uh, blah, blah, blah. They almost broke up because Fiona was like, I'm sending Kevin away because Kevin can recognize that I'm not Margaret because he's so in love with her, which like he probably wouldn't have. Um, but anyway, sure. So it ends with Margaret getting um, Margaret's coronation. She's queen of Montanaro. And Stacy is there and Edward is there and Kevin is there as her, as the royal consort. And uh, Olivia is there, the little girl, um, they're there now. Daughter, Miss Mrs. Donatelli's there, Frank is there. Um, there's a throwaway character, Antonio, who like, I don't actually know what happened to him because in the end he starts to work with Fiona, but then he's just like gone. So maybe he went to jail, but Fiona didn't, which, okay, I guess, yeah royalty gets off scot free um you know more money more power less consequences so sure and but then as it's ending we see princess amber and prince richard with their baby who are, of course from the aldovia verse um they had the royal baby which came out last year so and so that's why I've been calling it the Aldovia verse because it sort of hints that like they're going to keep picking up different stories and making more than likely different trilogies with every single character centered around one character. Um, so this is pretty common actually in romance novels. So I'm I'm not upset to see it uh, showing up in romance films. Um, you create a universe, and the first one is, is around one character, and then all the subsequent sequels uh, center around a different person in that friend group. Uh, so we'll see who's next in the Princess Switch uh, friend group and the Princess Switch trilogy. They haven't really had any friends that they've shown besides each other, which is why I think that there's so much speculation that the next one will be about Cousin Fiona. Um, I could see it being some sort of like, she learns the spirit of Christmas and becomes a better person or something like that, which yeah, I roll hard, I roll, but also, once again, when they announce it, I'll watch it. So, let me know um, your thoughts on The Princess Switch. Uh, that is all the wonders that I have to share with you today. Um, if you want to keep talking about this film or really any of the films I'm talking about in this Christmas series, yes, I will be doing one a week, then feel free to find me on Twitter at Tanagra. G-G-N-O-C. That's T-A-N-A-G-R-A, Geek Girl, Nerd of Color. Uh, for all you Android users, you can find us on Anchor and Radio Public. And for all you iThings users, you can listen in on iTunes and Overcast. Uh, you can also listen to us on YouTube. Those will also be going up. So leave me a message on some platform. 
uh, suggest a movie, suggest a show. Uh, yeah, it's it's Christmas. So we're just really digging into things that give you happy, uncontroversial feels because 2020 has been a shit year. All right. Thanks for joining. Make choices and don't fall it out.